welcome to the podcast. Our second episode back, and better than ever, honestly. Truly. I'm personally excited for this one, as you should be also. I'm 10 out of 10 excited. Mm -hmm. Um, Guys, we're here with one of my favorite people in the entire world, and I get the pleasure of living with her. Uh, We've been roommates for two years. That's nuts. I know, it's crazy. Um, I'm really looking forward to this episode, guys. You're going to love Miss Allie Flower. Woo! Snaps for her. Hello, everybody. She's too much of a lady to clap. I call her Flower, so if you hear me call her that throughout this episode, know that that is absolutely normal. Do you have a favorite flower since your last name is Flower? Mm, I think tulips are my favorite. And we're staring at a set of tulips right now. They're looking a little crusty right now, but we do have some tulips. (laughs) Honestly, like me. (laughs) I mean, I feel a little crusty today. (laughs) Don't we all know? I need a bath. ASAP Rocky. It's <laughs> a part of my personality. Just always Hi, my name's Allie. I'm crusty. <laughs> that was mine, not this Allie. This Allie's yeah, not crusty. That can be very confusing. Oh yeah. my gosh, there are two Allies. This um, might be chaotic. Yeah. That's okay. You I can know. call me Flower if that yeah. makes it easier. Mm. Flower yeah. is a nickname that I started calling Allie probably like, I don't know, a long time ago. And it has really caught on. Like a lot of people call her Flower now. So. Yeah. It's kind of the best. It's quite a beautiful name. Thank you. I love. Um, how pumped are you to be sitting here today? Or not pumped? <laughs> it's okay if you're not. <laughs> I feel very excited to be on the pod. I never mm-hmm. thought I would see the day where this was resurrected. So yeah. I feel very pumped to... Me being here means that the podcast is happening. So right. I feel very excited about that. Some One of my favorite things about the pod is that it took a year for it to be produced and to yeah. come to fruition, and then it took a year for us to resurrect it, because mm-hmm. that's just who we are as people. Yeah. Um, so there's, it just, man. It, it's all a timeline. Right, History right. repeats itself, they say, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of people were just like, it's just, it's never going to happen, and then when it stopped, they're like, you, it's just never going to happen. And we came in hot with Dame as our first episode back, and we're coming in extra hot with Flower being our second, so. Right. I mean, this is the way it's supposed to be. So yeah. I'm, I'm jacked about it. Mm. As things were. Yeah. Are. Flower, tell us about yourself. What do you do? What do you like to do? What do you spend your time doing? It's a great question. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I am on Young Life staff in Greater Akron. And we like to refer to Akron as the greatest city in the greatest state in the union, which yep. I stand by. Um, when I'm not doing Young Life things... I am usually at a coffee shop or, yeah, just hanging out. Um, I like being outside, and it's been a great summer for being outside, so I'm not mad about that. Yeah, pretty chill. And um, I'd like to think that Gabby and I make a pretty dynamic duo. I'm an introvert by nature, Mm -hmm. pretty chill personality. Gabby by nature is very extroverted and always down to adventure, so we make a pretty good team. Yeah. So as someone who's not a part of the dynamic duo, I I I will echo everything she just said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we is, balance each other well. Yeah. It's yeah. really a match made in heaven. <laughs> yeah. A dream Honestly. team of sorts. Praise yeah. God. Thank you for this. Mm. Lead Jesus. Yeah. Lead Jesus. Lead Jesus. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but <laughs> I was gonna say Lord, then I said Jesus. <laughs> Lord and one... Savior, Lead Jesus Christ. Mm. <laughs> Lord Jesus. I mean, I need that in like a um, 
like a picture frame or one of those like um, mm-hmm. sewn in cloth things for the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like a Hobby Lobby something. Like a tapestry. So if you're yeah. listening to the pod and you're a fan of Allie, please get her a embroidered yes. Jesus something. Yes. Spell so I can put it over my like. bed. Yeah. 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 Spell it however you'd like. Yeah. However it comes off the tongue <laughs> or out of your head. <laughs> I mean, I just need to get home. I need to go home, not get home. <laughs> this is a dumpster fire. <laughs> As it should be. Oh, okay, Allie. Um, what is something that you're excited for um, that's coming up or something that you're just excited for in life in general? Mm. Things I'm something excited you're looking for. looking forward to. Yeah. Um, one thing I'm very excited about is in a couple months, my family goes on vacation in Florida every year, typically, to Marco Island. It's, like, pretty far south in Florida. Yes. And we didn't get to go last year because my mom was in the hospital with COVID. And Gina came back. She's doing great. And Gina's killing the game. Killing the game. Praise God. And so all things considered in the world, if everything's okay, we are planning to go back to Florida this year, and I'm very excited. We've... My mom started a countdown already. I we're, love. We're still in like the 90s. Yeah. But we're counting down. It's double digits. Yeah. Double digits. That's people. doable. Yes. Come on, Gina. I love that love energy. That. Yeah. We love Gina. Gina's. Mm. Gina, I hope you're listening to this. I'm going to send it to you. You can listen to, <laughs> listen to Flower. And what, is, what is your favorite thing about your mom? Since this is Mom, Can You Come oh, Pick Me gosh. Up? She is the best. She, um, started her faith uh, around the time when I was two so I feel like we grew up in our faith together in a lot of ways and I feel like she's someone that I can consistently look up to and learn from and I love that about her yeah I mean why am I I'm gonna cry really I just can't I'm I'm too emotional for things like this (laughs) (laughs) you asked the question I know as soon as I said that I was like oh gosh (laughs) she wasn't prepared I wasn't wasn't ready oh man Man, I already love Gina. I'm yeah. excited to tell, for you to tell your story later of a time that you needed Gina. So. Oh, I really needed her. Strap, strap your seatbelts on, guys. Yeah, I mean, honestly, get ready. Keep your hands and feet inside the coaster at all times because this yes. is going to be a, a wild ride. Truly. <laughs> Flower, I know that you like to listen to podcasts mm-hmm. and that you enjoy hearing people teach or talk about whatever on podcasts. So can you tell people some either good podcast episodes you've listened to recently or maybe some of your favorite podcasters i know favorites are hard for you they are as a nine on the enneagram <laughs> <laughs> i have a very hard time choosing favorites however a couple podcasts that came to mind i recently listened to an episode from culture matters they're out of the village church um, where like matt chandler teaches mm-hmm. um they are doing a series on mental health that has been really a beautiful mix of like talking about mental health and also the church and how that fits in wow. um, on depression. That was really good. They just came out with that a couple weeks ago. So you should listen to that if you're interested. Um, there is a just an epic storytelling series on a podcast called Reply All that I think. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, everyone and their mother needs I to listen to. I keep forgetting about it. I honestly can't remember the name of it right now, but maybe we, there's show notes we can put what it in. What a great podcast name. Yes. Reply All. Yeah. It's like, Everyone has to know. That's crazy. Yeah. I love that. So good. 
Oh, it's called Long Distance. The episodes. Long Distance. It's two episodes. So I think it's Long Distance 1 and Long Distance 2 or something. Look it up. You need to listen to it. It's a it's a wild ride. I remember. It's like coming back to my memory. Yes. So the episodes are Long Distance 1 and Long Distance 2. I genuinely... Everybody needs to listen to them. It's basically like a journey through somebody picking up the phone and actually like responding to a spam caller. Yeah. And it takes turns that you would never anticipate. And it's no such a great story. Way. Yes. Yeah. And it's just like these people that are doing a podcast and they're like, we're set on like figuring out. It's crazy. Like what's going on. Actually. Yes. It, you would never expect that it was real life. I've recommended it to probably dozens of people. Yeah. And have listened to those episodes like also probably a dozen times. And it's, I'm excited. So I'm excited for this. Yeah, I'll have to send it to you. Mm. I like, with being such an avid podcast listener, has there ever been a time where you're like, I wish that I could start a podcast um, and share something that you know the Lord is teaching me or I feel like I have wisdom on that I would love to impart to other people? Um, if so, what would even what would the premise of that podcast be? Mm-hmm. You don't have to give us a short bit of anything if you don't want, but... What would be something, you know, if you could give one lesson or give a podcast on something, what would it be? That's a great question. That is a fun question. I have never myself wanted to start a podcast because I Mm -hmm. genuinely don't think I would be able to create enough content to maintain a podcast. Mm -hmm. I don't have a stellar idea. Like, mom, can you come pick me up? However. (laughs) I'm going to call it stellar, but (laughs) that's a good one. (laughs) I used to blog a lot in, like, college. I haven't done it in a long time, but just about random things that God was teaching me. And I did a kind of a series on, like, singleness because I was learning about being content in singleness. And wow. um, it was really helpful for me and I think some people who read it. And I think I would probably want to talk about that because I, I think there's some content in the world in the podcast world about being single and whatever. But I feel like there are still things that need to be said that I would I would like to say, I think. That's great. But that's, Do you want to say any of them it. now? Mm. <laughs> I feel like I see it in her eyes. Like, there's something I need to share. You definitely, you definitely don't have to. I just would love to hear it if you did. I, If I could very, like, 300,000-foot view or whatever – would just say that singleness is not like you're not being banished to like plan B or like you're not a JV person if you aren't in a relationship and I think there's a lot of joy and contentment and intimacy with Jesus that you get to experience as a single person not as a consolation prize and if we waste our single years away wishing we were in a relationship, I think we miss that. And so, it's so good. I would encourage all of you single folks to press in, ask God for contentment in your singleness, because I think there's a real gift there that you can miss. That many people pass by. Yeah. yeah. That's great news. That'll preach, Flower. Yeah. Come I just on, met church. a new friend that moved to Cleveland, and she says the words, give them a pulpit. And I just feel like that's mm. a moment where I can be like, oh, man. Someone give Allie a pulpit because she's got a word to share. I feel like that a lot when it comes to Flower. Give her a pulpit. Mm -hmm. Lord, Flower, before we jump into... I just feel excited to ask you this. Um, Before we jump into your mom, can you come pick me up story? What is the Lord teaching you right now? Mm. (laughs) How much time do we have? (laughs) 
I mean, as long as you can listen to that, <laughs> oh, we could go on for an hour. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> Gabby's got to edit it later. <laughs> That's true. I'm just giving Gabby more work. Um, he's teaching me a lot. I Gabby has been kind of a front row seat to a lot of my journey this year, but um, it's been a great front row seat. <laughs> it's been a it's been a time for sure. <laughs> I uh, spent a lot of this year, maybe like. Um, most people, I wonder at some points, wondering uh, how to have hope when it felt like every time I hoped in something or for something um, that the things that I was hoping for or wanting were not happening. Um, And I think as a Christian specifically, you know, we're people of hope. We hope in Jesus and we have, um, you know, hope that we will get to heaven someday and get to be with Jesus forever and and that's such a gift that we get to hope in but on the day-to-day I think I really struggled a lot with hope and became someone who um yeah was afraid to want or desire anything because it was scary to keep being let down and so yeah um this summer I got the opportunity to go work at a young life camp for a month and I keep telling everyone while I was there to work I feel like camp was for me because I feel like I got to experience a lot of God's kindness and just some restoration and I think I'm relearning that God is kind and I can trust him and even if I don't understand um, it's worth it to hope even if it's risky or vulnerable um, that God will meet me on the other side of that even though it may not look like what I thought it would so that's the most brief way I could probably summarize what I'm learning right now yeah. So good. Thanks for sharing that. Thanks yeah. for I was really excited to, yeah, for you yeah. to share it again. Yeah, I feel like that's gonna really, man, touch somebody who's listening. So, yeah, thanks for sharing that with them and even with us. I think that my heart even received some of that or all of it. I needed all of that. It's okay. If yeah. it was just some. For no, no, okay. it was. It was good. <laughs> I was like hanging. You know, we talk about like hanging on our seat, listening to people's stories about their mom picking them up, but I just felt like that's the time that someone's going to hang on the edge of their seat and really need those words. So, yeah. and especially pointing them back to Jesus. So very oh, exciting. Yeah. Well, our friend Dame is now back at the table. Yeah. <laughs> Took a moment. Um, there's always a seat for Dame. There's the always, always a seat. <laughs> Whether he wants it or not. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. His face and name might not be on this, but he is the, he is the secret host. Yeah, the he's here. Host. The secret host. But I would love if Dame would, um, Ask Allie the famous question um, oh, that we've yeah. all just been waiting for to wrap this pot up. Can you tell us a time where um, you wanted your mom to come pick you up? <laughs> Thank There's you for asking, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought you would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank we've been you. Really, I never thought Dave would be asking me that question yeah. on this podcast. I bet, he, I bet you thought, who's going to ask me? It's like, yeah. curveball, Dame. Curveball. Yeah. Here I am. No. <laughs> Okay, guys, I'm going to take you back a couple of years. This oh, I is. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I like that it's recent. A lot of people are like, wait, when it? I was 10 or when I was 5, and it's like, yesterday. <laughs> I, wish, I wish y'all could just see the way, like, Gabby looked. She's like, she, like, relaxed. Like, it was just, 
Like it, was, it was a sense of relief that finally this story thing time. was happening. Okay, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. This was the first story that popped into my brain. and Which means it's the right one. It's definitely yeah. the right one. However, it has been a few years since I've experienced it. So this may be a little bumpy, but we're going to, it's worth sharing. Did so, you hear my story? Mine was bumpy. I did hear a story. <laughs> it was literally bumpy. Literally, literally bumpy. bumpy. Literally bumpy. <laughs> so, uh, this was back in, I want to say 2017, maybe 2016. My sister Julia was um, out in Colorado for the summer, and I was so jealous that she was out there, and I missed her, and so I decided to go visit her. Because she's incredible. Yes. We love Julia. We. I like to say that God made me, and then figured out all the things he did wrong, and then he made oh, <laughs> Julia. No. She's just like, ugh. <laughs> oh. Not in a self-deprecating way. I just think very highly of her. I think she's the very best. Yeah, she's um, great. So I wanted to go visit her. Um, and I had a friend named Ethan. We led Young Life together. He had friends out in Colorado that he wanted to visit as well. And so we kind of decided to take this trip together. Um, and we would be on some of the journey together. Some of it we would do things separately. And one of the things we did together was we visited my friend Kelly before visiting Julia. And Kelly is very like a very granola human being. Like mm. loves to camp, loves being outside, very adventurous. I think I've ever heard that term before. Dave has never heard granola. You're a granola hipster kind very of nature valley <laughs> yeah, sorts. Yeah, it's kind of a way to say like hipster, but also like outdoorsy sort of. Like yeah. Yeah. You're very so, cliff barish. Yeah, very girl. trail mix. <laughs> She's more of a nature valley girl than a cliff bar girl. Okay. If I had to like, okay. I think yeah. I'm more a cliff bar. That's okay. more sugar and less nature. Spice and everything. Like she's, she knows what she's doing. And she, um, yes. at the time was living out in Colorado and went camping a lot. And she asked if we wanted to go with her. And we were like, absolutely. I had never been camping before. Um, and, you know, we were doing the whole... Yeah. Was it glamping? Oh, yeah. Your never. first time ever camping was yes. Colorado. I mean, I've been to Young Life Camp, but you and I both know that that's not camping. That is, like... Resort. A resort. Lux- yeah, luxurious. Yes. Um, so this was, like, tents. Um, we got to find our own camp spot. We're making all of our own food. Like, camp, doing the real thing. Camping. Oh, my gosh. This is amazing. So... Um, I, I can't... I, I'm just anticipating what she's going to say, and I just... Yes. I can't. I can't know where this is going. <laughs> so... Uh, Four of us got in the car. It was me, Kelly, Ethan, and then Kelly's dog, who, for whatever reason, I cannot remember her name right now. It'll come to me. She um, is this huge Newfoundland, like 140 oh, pounds, looks love, like a bear. So that. a whole person. Yeah, so that's four of us. We, yes. we went on this journey together. Just the four of us. <laughs> we can make it if we try. Just the four of us. Okay, hey, we all of us. <laughs> I love that addition to the song. <laughs> so we drove from Denver, where she was living, to uh, the Rocky Mountains. We were up near Estes Park because she was going to take us to Julia the next day. Um, and we decided to camp in Rocky Mountain National Forest. So I think how it worked was the National Park, we needed like permits and stuff for camping and needed yeah. to pay. But the National Forest, she had been there before and knew how to get to the spot. And so we went and didn't have to pay anything, which was great. Wow. And we're taking, she has, uh, or at the time had a Honda CRV, one of the old ones with like the tire on the back yes. and, you know, um, gold, I think. And it's 
a wonderful car, but it's not necessarily a car you want to like off-road in. And Ooh. we were very much off-roading to this like <laughs> camp spot. And again, I've never been camping. At this point in my life, I had never been to Colorado before. This is my first time. And the roads, when I tell you there are like, it's not like gravel roads. It's like boulders. Like it, there are just like very, very large rocks. I mean, we could pop a tire so, at any moment. Easily pop a tire. So and if you don't have a Jeep, don't go there basically. Yes. Okay, cool. But cool. Kelly seemed very confident. And I <laughs> had never been in that circumstance before. So I just was, I didn't fully trust her because I was terrified, but trusted her enough that I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. So we're riding up this like huge mountain to get to this spot and I'm skeptical but we make it and there's no one in sight I mean it's like totally quiet and peaceful and we set up our tents so Ethan and the dog who I still can't remember her name I'm so sorry Kelly if you listen to this um had their own tent and then Kelly and I were staying in a tent together and um we set up our tents and we made dinner and that night was absolutely beautiful the um, sky was totally clear and you could see I didn't know there were so many stars like I've never seen that many stars in my life there were shooting stars every couple seconds it was like wow. oh, unbelievable beautiful. it felt picturesque and like unreal praise God so uh, it's late at night now we've been sitting around the campfire and um, we were kind of getting ready to start cleaning up to go to bed and we see a storm rolling in in the distance and it's far enough away where it didn't feel like an immediate threat but we were kind of talking about okay do you think we're okay to stay in the tents tonight and you know how long do we think it's going to be until it gets here whatever again i've never done this before i don't know anything so you're like whatever you do kelly i'm I'm following her lead yep um and sadie is the dog's name it just came to me in perfect time sadie so um, as the storm's rolling, Sadie begins to bark, and we, for a while, just anticipated, you know, she was scared of storms and whatever, so we just kind of thought she was barking at the storm, but the more she was barking, the more we realized it was pointed in the direction of the woods and not toward the storm, and so, oh. <laughs> again, let me reiterate, we were very much alone in the middle of nowhere on the top of a mountain in Rocky Mountain National Forest. And so... nobody had a gun. Oh, goodness, no. (laughs) Kelly slept with a knife. She brought a knife with her camping and would always sleep with it in a tent. So I felt very safe knowing that. But that wasn't going to... We didn't know it was on the other side of the woods. And so... I'm getting anxious. (laughs) Yeah. So... We, this is usually when I would turn the podcast off and be like, oh. <laughs> okay. Listen, I'm here to tell the story. So I'm it excited. couldn't have been that bad. Right? <laughs> Come on. You are, you are here. That's All true. four parties are still alive to this day. So if you are an anxious person, it doesn't end in death. Don't worry. Stay. Stay with us. <laughs> to live as Christ to die is gain. Alas. So, Amen. Um, Sadie's barking, and she doesn't stop. And so we were trying to figure out, okay, do we need to, like, run and hide do we need to go see what she's barking at Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you don't go see well again Allie who has never been camping before doesn't really know anything this is how people die in horror movies no Allie decides to follow their lead and Uh Kelly and Ethan presumably I don't remember exactly how we all decided but we decided to go check it out. Oh, of course you did. And so we took Sadie to the... So how it works is we were like off-roading, but on the we were at the top of this mountain and kind of across the way there was a tree line. Where we were camping, they, there was a, like a forest fire and so all the trees had been um, knocked down and stuff. And so where we were camping was very open, but then there was 
where I think the fire must have ended. And so it was just a line of trees and you couldn't see through them. Like it was just like so many trees, huge, thick forest. And that's the direction that CD was barking in. And so we all got up and we walked toward this line of trees and we had a flashlight with us. I think Kelly had her knife and we had Sadie and the three of us. That was all we had. And so we were kind of peeking into the tree line. Sadie is now uh, still barking, but less aggressively. And I can't quite remember if she was more curious or afraid. I'm not because Allie, me, I was very afraid. And so I was just, you you know, you got to stay together. You got to stay together. You were supposed to sit in the car with the keys. Horrible things happen. (laughs) That's what you were supposed to do. Horrible things happen when they split up. So you were supposed to split up unless you were in the car with the keys starting. Like that's what was supposed to happen. (laughs) Charging the woods with (laughs) the car. So we're standing at the tree line. And we are about to be convinced that there's actually nothing out there, that Sadie might just be barking at a storm, storm, that it might just be because she's far away from home. And we were about to turn around when whoever had the flashlight, it wasn't me, points the flashlight and we see two eyes. (gasps) No, no, no. And sure enough, there is a mountain lion (gasps) looking at us. Not a mountain lion. How I was I, thinking it was a bear this whole time. How did I not know the story? Mm-hmm. There was, in fact, a mountain lion looking at us. And I mean, the only time... Just to reiterate, nobody has a gun, right? To reiterate, nobody has a gun. We have nothing really to protect ourselves. Yeah. The only time I've seen a lion is the zoo, and yeah, I no, feel he, like I would shat down my leg instantly. Oh, yeah. oh, instant. oh it wouldn't have taken... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would have been juicy. It would have been... Mm-hmm. It would, oh, look. <laughs> For as much as I, if you know me, I have plenty of pooping my pants stories. Yeah. This was not that time. No. It was very much no. a moment of, okay, what are we going to do so we don't die right now in the middle of the woods? Like, how far away is it from you? I would say, gosh, maybe 20 feet. It was oh, not far. So this gosh. thing takes off running towards you. You We're turn dead. around and die. That's yeah. what happens. But yeah. Um, this, what? So... I mean, you just got to be faster than the slowest person. So were you you faster than the slowest person, do you think? It's hard to tell. So what happened was we all realized what we are looking at, and we begin to take very brisk but, like, steady, like, calm steps backward. Yep. Kelly has the keys in her hand to the car. She unlocks the car. And when we're close enough, we sprint. Mm. And somehow we are not mauled by this mountain lion. Yeah. Nothing happens. Sadie stops barking. She was like, sorry, guys. And so we are kind of, again, this is, it, it is a miracle that we survived that night. I, Seriously. We decide to stay for some reason. Because. No. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. Yes. This I, I don't. I don't stand by these decisions, Damien. I'm just telling you the story you as it happened. You should not stand by yes. these decisions and never do them again. Right. <laughs> I learned a lot. Yeah. I'm stressed. Carry a gun. That's we decided that night that we were too far, or I don't even know why we concluded We've this. committed. But we've committed to staying in our spots. And we had stayed in the car for a while. Sadie was calm. And we kind of figured that if anything were to come close to the tent again, that Sadie would bark again. I think that's kind of where we landed. And so for whatever reason, 
we decided to stay in the tents that night. And so Ethan and Sadie were in a tent and Kelly and I were in the other. And like I said before, Kelly sleeps with a, a knife above her head when she camps because she wants to feel protected, whatever. So we go off to sleep and um, very quickly everyone falls asleep except for me. And I am laying there and this is, I don't know how to say this without it sounding completely strange, but I'm going to share it because this is the story as it happened. Um, I began to hear two voices talking in the woods and I've very, again, will reiterate, there was no one around. We were right. very much in the middle of nowhere. Oh my gosh. But began to hear a very accusatory, kind of like angry and violent kind of conversation happening between two people. I can't quite make out what they're saying. Um, but for in that moment, as I began to hear them talking, I felt uh, very deeply in my spirit that I was not allowed to wake anyone up and I needed to just pray. And so I pulled the knife from above Kelly's head and I grabbed it in my fist and then I had my other fist totally closed, like ready to punch someone. <laughs> yeah. And that whole night until the sun came up, I felt like I was not allowed to move. I was not allowed to wake anyone up until the sun was up. I just needed to pray. And that whole night, I was praying that God would protect us, praying that whatever I was hearing would go away. And it was this wild experience of, I was, if I don't know if anyone's had this before, like I was um, remembering full Psalms that I don't actually in my brain have memorized, but I was like reciting scripture and wow. like, it just felt like this, like, I got swept into this, like, spiritual experience. And to this day, so, sorry, I'll get to the end of the story. So, sunrise comes up, and I feel like I'm allowed to get out of my tent. And I leave the tent, and I go for a walk, and Ethan and Kelly aren't awake yet. And I... You went for, there, there, I'm sorry, go Did ahead. you take Sadie with you? I didn't. <laughs> I just was walking right around the tent. Yeah. So, you still... It, okay, go ahead. Dame... If only you were there. Yeah, you can't. I would have been able to help Dame all this. would not have been we there, first of care all. Of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. That, that's actually true. I'm all ears. I'm in. <laughs> I went for a walk, and kind of... I just needed to get out. Like, I was so... I was literally... My whole body was tense the whole night. Bound a little bit. Yes. Yeah. And so, I got out of the tent. I felt like I could breathe, and I was walking, and I got to watch kind of the finishing parts of the sunrise. And eventually, Kelly and Ethan came, and I kind of explained what happened and they had no sense of any of that. Like it was a very unique to me experience. Um, and that next day, I kid you not, I was awake as as if I had gotten eight hours of sleep. I didn't feel tired. I felt like just I had what I needed to get through the day. Mm -hmm. um, but to this day, I wonder now with that um, the tent experience, if the the mountain lion that we saw was a mountain lion. Like I kind of am like. I wonder if that was, I don't know. It felt like a very weird kind of spiritual, demonic almost experience. Yeah, like a demon. Yeah. I mean, um, that's very, um, yes. So that truly, of all the experiences that I've had in my life, is probably the most that I've ever wanted to be my mom to come pick me up. So. Yeah. 
That is insane. Like, I've never heard that story before, and Flower and I have shared lots of stories. Mm -hmm. That, I felt like I yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Could you ever, like, pinpoint, like, there's two different voices? Uh, It was very jumbled. I can remember it being, the way I can describe it is it felt very like accusatory toward me that they wanted to kill me they were plotting against me and they both sounded like female voices which was really interesting so it wasn't like a i feel like when we talk about like demons it's very like evil almost like manly voice but they were both female voices could you make out like words that they were saying not really but it was like you knew in your spirit yes i totally knew in my spirit yeah i not audibly heard distinct words but in my Mm. spirit yeah it was it was wild, guys. Mm-hmm. Absolutely wild. That's insane. Yeah. Did the mountain lion ever like come closer to you where you could see it? It only stayed in the forest. It was just in that moment when we saw it in the forest. You, but you yeah. saw it as a mountain lion. Yes. You all saw it. This is yes. mountain lion. Yes. Damien's yeah. story would have been a whole lot shorter. Like you, you, you <laughs> Sadie would have started barking, and Damien would have started shooting in the direction of... <laughs> started shooting and in Damien the direction would be dead. Or, whatever, or <laughs> Mount Lion would be dead. Like, that's hard to tell. And then Damien would have gotten in the car and we'd have left. Like, that's, that would have been that. Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to have a spiritual experience. That is crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially with you, like, reciting psalms, like, that just... Like, that... That's insane. It was crazy. And I do... I think that was one of the most pivotal points in my faith for me because... That's what I was going to ask. Like, what was the impact after that? After that moment, that time, the intimacy, the... Lord, you're the only thing I have. You're the only thing I can cling to. I'm scared. I'm fearful. Yeah. And the Lord giving you that, you know, like that... I mean, exactly what you needed, whether you knew it or not. I think a lot of us are... um, well, I don't know enough or, you know, like, what do I get in situations? You know, not a mountain lion situation, but just, like, when I'm faced with tribulation, I'm faced with, you Mom, know, can you come pick me up stories? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That or, like, you know, even demonic things, like, yeah. um, what will my faith be shaken? But, yeah. like, you know, I don't know if you had read those songs before um, or whatever it is, but, like, he he gave that to you. Like, that's yeah. that's a God of the universe. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I think that we we think God is, like, such a spot. Well, I have to memorize this, and, you know, and and this is my knowledge, and this is what I know. But, like, I think we forget about, like, the spirit and the truth aspect of it, of, like, we need both of those. And, like, the Holy Spirit, I mean, he can work in ways that we don't even understand or can ever imagine. And so that's such a a crazy story of, like, how big he is and all, you know, the things that he can do even outside of our own knowledge or our own, you know, what we understand. Yeah. It felt like that was super heightened like the my fear was probably the highest it's been i think in my life very that makes sense (laughs) like visceral like i feel like i'm going to die fear but also my faith felt very tangible and god's presence and what was true about him and me like all that Mm -hmm. became very clear and i felt like god you're all i have if this ends tonight i know i'm gonna be with you but like i don't if it's not your will to let that happen, like, yeah. let me get through the night. And, like, getting to, yeah, experience all that felt very, yeah, just monumental for me. Do Kelly and Ethan know the story? Oh, yeah. I told them as soon okay. as they woke up. I was like, you will not believe what happened last night. And, cause I, and I was also so confused. Like, it wasn't yeah. like I had that experience and then I was like, okay, now I'm better. I was like, what just happened? Did they have that same experience? You You're know, also in the very... middle of it now that you've had time to process it and, like, even process that with the Lord. Right. And, like, Lord, like, what even happened? What actually happened that night? Yeah. And in they that were... moment, you're like, what? 
you were they were in the midst of that with you. Yeah, they were really wonderful. We we talked for a while while we were there, and then we packed up and moved to um, start driving toward where Julia was, and we stopped in this town with a huge lake. I don't remember what town it was. And we kind of all sat by a lake, and we were just processing, and they were we got to like swim in the lake. It just felt like this like beautiful like recovery day. Of, like, yeah. Let me just like spill out all the things that I just experienced and they listened really well and affirmed like, I mean, they didn't have that experience, but that I wasn't crazy. Cause I kind of felt crazy too. I was like, what? Like, yeah, yeah. it was wild. Doesn't even feel like, yeah, something that you can make up though. That's like, yeah, that no, was yeah. a, something from the Lord, whatever it was, you know, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So what is that, um, if you could take that experience and say, this is what I learned in the Lord that night, um, and this still has an impact on me, what would that be? Hmm. Uh, Probably a couple things, like spiritual, I think we have a, we're uncomfortable talking about spiritual warfare and demons and things that we don't understand, partially because I think a lot of us don't really see that side of life, and up until that point, I really hadn't either, but it was just a very great example like this is very real um and while it's scary it's also like i feel like i got to experience god's power in the midst of it of like god has authority over all of this and like i can trust him and so and just the like i don't know how to explain i wish i had the right words to explain the whole thing it felt like i just have never felt closer to the lord and like it was just raw and like real and like, I know that he has my back. And so, uh, even now, like, after what I've been learning this year, it feels fun to, like, reflect on that. Like, he does have my back when my back is literally against the wall and I have nowhere I can go. Like, he's got me. So, I feel like those are a couple things off the top of my head. That's pretty yeah. powerful. And it's so cool, too. Like, we had, we, we don't really plan for these podcasts, y'all. Like, we kind of just say, hey, here's some questions we might ask you and whatever happens, happens. Like... You know, I wanted to ask you what you had been learning um, or what you were excited about, but not what you'd been learning. And so I asked you anyway, kind of on the fly, and you went with it. And then, like, hearing your mom, can you come pick me up story was like, you know, you just thought about that a couple minutes ago on the couch. And how they're, like, they feel intertwined, you mm-hmm. know? Like, it feels like, wow, this, like, or as, yeah. as crazy as it all is, it's like, okay, this is, like, it all goes together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Anyways. Mm. Oh, I feel really full now after we yeah. podcasted today. <laughs> Spiritually fed. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Yeah. Oh, what a fun time. Yeah. Flower, any closing thoughts, feelings, um, <clears throat> things you'd like the people to know? I will say, I have been camping since Colorado, <laughs> and it God. has not been like that. <laughs> I was worried for a while. I was like, does this mean I can never go? Is this what camping is like? Like, not actually, but was like... Her next attempt was in her backyard just to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> but I have been camping since, and um, it's been quite uneventful, which was very nice. Yeah. So. That's We're actually dating. funny that you said, like, out back because... Or out in your, out in your yard because Flower and I, during quarantine... Um, oh gosh, watched so much Survivor yeah. that we joked about doing it in our backyard and like did it happen? It did it. And, you know, we have to get back on our Survivor kick because there's do. a new season coming out. Yes. But anyways, it just felt funny that you said that. But um, so much Survivor, guys. Thanks so much for listening. I know this will be a gift to a lot of you listening, just like it was a gift for uh, Allie and I. 
and I pray that it's like still yeah. as impactful as it was for me because I'm like, man, that's so cool. Yeah, Gruen, would you like to walk oh. us through our? I mean, I would just love for us to put our our handphones up to our ear all together without a knife this time. Yes, <laughs> there, there's just no cliff, no 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 clench no, fist, no clench fist, yes, no knives, yes, no tents, yes, just a phone. Um, and all together, we would just love to say, Mom. Mom? Can, Can you, you come, come pick, pick me up? up?